0: Slot Talk Radio.
1: Oh my goodness, guys. Uh, It's Janet. Uh, My intro didn't play. I couldn't get on Skype this morning, so I'm doing this show over the phone. I'm having a little techno difficulties here. (laughs) Anyway, I guess when you do it over the phone, the intro doesn't happen automatically, which it normally does. So... Anyway, I'm here. I'm still trying to find my rhythm. It's Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice, and I welcome all the listeners, despite my <laughs> issues, my problems, my ups and downs here. It's only the third show, and I'm even though I've done the web radio for two full years, I did skip a year, and I've come back to it, so I'm still trying to get my rhythm for you all, but I thank you for all all of you tuning in, I appreciate it, and I hope to give you all that you need and all that you would like. I really would encourage you to call in. This is a process show where I encourage people to call in. It, the number is 646-668-8565. I really encourage people to call in because this show is really for you, and it's It's my attempt, hopefully a very positive one and one that works for everyone, to give you all a jump start, to give you the start of a a healing. The process that I use comes from the higher self information and I have gotten that information out to everyone in many, many different ways. If you haven't learned it yet, it's not a problem. You can always get it. I have on my website, JanetRichmond.com. A lot of information, and a lot of it is free, including the two years of the archived radio shows. Those shows were, for the most part, two hours a show, and I gave a lot of the higher self information. So you can all... To learn about what uh, about the process I'm doing, you can listen to those shows. I also do process on those shows, but I do a generic healing process, usually in the second hour. And the generic healing process is absolutely effective, even after the fact. <laughs> you just follow along and focus uh, your mind's eye on exactly what it's telling you uh, or what I'm leading you through, and you're going to have a very powerful healing each and every time you do it. They're all uh, indexed. They're all categorized so you know what the topic is. So I encourage you all to listen to that information. So I have a book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints. It's for those who really learn best through the visual method by reading a book and you're able to go back and check out and underline and star and fold down a page, (laughs) refer back to it. I also have a cheat sheet in there of the the amalgamation process, which I also have on my website under JanetRichmond.com. Again, it's very easy to remember. It's spelled exactly what you would think. J-A-N-E-T R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D at Oh, so it's JanetRichmond.com. If you want to email me, you just add the Janet in front, Janet at JanetRichmond.com. And I have a button there for free downloads, I think it says, or downloads. And under that is an amalgamation statement, which is like the cheat sheet in the book. It's even simpler. So if you understand what neutralizing is and you want to get started that's the place to go it'll give you that amalgamation just to start you can change it up as you go but it's a place to begin so that's that Um, again i'm trying to find the balance i'm trying to find the flow and if anybody has any ideas or uh, suggestions of what you'd like to hear this is your show so i'm very open And I do seem to have a caller, and I believe it is Robin. So I'm going to welcome you, Robin, since you're here. Um, Let me put your mic on, okay? Just one sec. Yikes, my mouth wasn't working so well. Hi, Robin. Is that you, Robin? Oh,
0: uh, can you hear me? I can. I'm sorry to surprise you. (laughs) Oh hi! Oh hi, Janet. Uh, gee, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know what was on. <laughs> but that's that's just what i was
1: I just this um, moment connect you. I...
0: Oh, oh, I see. I see. Yeah, I wasn't sure if um, since you're doing it on the phone, I wasn't sure if uh, if I followed along on the computer. I finally figured out how to do that on Blog Talk Radio but i wasn't sure if uh if you would get any feedback from uh if i were on the computer so i called on the phone
1: oh anyway. okay anyway i don't know how uh, it works. I, I don't know how it works but i am hearing you and i'm assuming the show is hearing you because i have you on oh. speakerphone yeah i'm really not yes. sure because it was a shock. I sat down and got to get onto Skype, and it asked me for a PIN number. It never asked me for a PIN number before. I found the PIN number, but it didn't seem to work. So I tried three or four different things. I couldn't get it to come up. So I finally said, well, heck with that. I'm going to do the uh, the host call-in. But my feeling is they must be hearing you, I hope.
0: Yeah, I I would imagine. I would imagine. So Okay. Um, I I didn't really have anything prepared. I just, you know, I'm continuing to um, read through your your book again. Oh, one question I did have. uh, A friend of mine uh, was looking through your book, and she really liked it. And She went on Amazon to order it, and they said uh, it might might be that they're sold out on Amazon. Do you know anything about that?
1: I sure don't, uh, but she can order it from me. Um, Okay. She can either call me and just do it over the phone, or she can just go to my website and go into the store and order it through the store, and I'll get it out for her. That's really odd because... Amazon, they'll say they have one copy left, but when they get that copy sold, or how many ever copies, they just go back to the printer and ask for another copy. So I don't know why that is. I'll have my assistant, Kathy, check up on it. She might be able to figure it out. Sure. Okay, well,
0: good. I'm I'm glad to know that there are still other ways to get to get the book <laughs> it would be a travesty if it wasn't available <laughs> oh well, you're sweet yeah
1: it's definitely out there and um, I'll definitely have her check Amazon because that's not a good thing but I, I just don't use Amazon enough myself to know and we don't get notified from Amazon if for some reason they're out of copies but my book is not out of print because I have a print-on-demand uh, online publisher so there, that's not an issue so I'm not sure what the good. scoop is Okay, anyway, good. if you'd like to just listen, I do have that same issue that I was going to work on last week when you called in. So if you don't have something that you want to work on right now, I think I'll, ha- I'll put you back on mute and I'll work, uh, do the healing on Shasta.
0: Yes, that sounds perfect. That sounds really okay. good. I can't, I, I'll look forward to listening to that.
1: Okay, great. Well, it's, thank you for calling in again, and you know what? You hadn't put the question mark. I just realized that you hadn't put the question mark, because I get a little question mark on the screen when somebody has a question, And I, but <laughs> I was so little discombobulated that I couldn't get on to the blog talk through Skype that I didn't even think of it until now. So I'm sorry, you probably were not, you didn't have a question, so that's why. Well, of Wait, course, I'm I have plenty of I help people understand. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, I have, of course, I have plenty of questions, but you know, I have some big issues. I'm going to save them uh, or save uh, a couple of things that are off on the top of my mind for our private session, so we have
1: uh, more time to get into that. Okay, terrific, terrific. Thank you. So. I'm going to go back. So goodbye for me. I'm going to go back and put you on mute. Okay. And I'm going to welcome all the listeners again. To I, I don't. I hope that you were able to hear Robin because I'm using the phone and I don't know how it works. Um, but in any case, Robin didn't call in with a with an issue. So I am going to move on and do. The issue that came up two weeks ago, a friend of mine who I also meet almost on a weekly basis, we work kind of like a buddy system with two or three other people, and I really encourage people if they're starting to do this neutralizing work to find the buddy because not only do you put time aside to do the work because you have someone to do it with, but that double energy is really powerful, and the other person is often able to pick things up just because they're not in your own forest and you can't see the forest or the trees. So it really is helpful, and I've had different buddy systems for many years, almost since the beginning of doing this work, and have had tremendous movement forward as a result. I do a ton of work on my own, and I always encourage that. But the buddy work really can help make it um, more, well, it, it, it helps speed up the process in a way because you're doing, when you get together, first of all, you can, you'll you talk about things, you'll figure out what you want to work on, and then you go in and the double energy is amazing. The other person, or you will for the the person you're working with and vice versa, start to get a sense of things. You start to develop your own abilities to tune in, and it's really powerful and then when you start getting something on yourself or on the other person and they get are getting a similar thing you get validation and it's really an amazing process to accelerate and facilitate this work so i do encourage buddies even over the phone in person i think is better but i've done plenty of healing work over the phone i do as you know i do it on the radio it's still powerful no matter what But there's something about being in person that maybe is preferable, but I know that there's many of you out there that doesn't have a buddy. But you might work on it. You might talk to your friends or your family members and see if anyone is interested and just encourage them to give it a try. And after the first time, maybe they'll say, wow, that wasn't so bad, and they'll try it a second time, and eventually it could evolve into a a good buddy system. Anyway, let me... Just say before I get to Shasta that the work that I do is is it's not a religion, it's not dogma, it's not a, a belief system. It is simply a viewpoint, and it's important that that you understand that because I'm not the higher self. Never ever use the word should or always or never or. Um, any of that, they, they present an ideas, and then whatever you resonate with, you go with. And because any belief system, they have so carefully explained, any belief system is a cap. It limits you. And so they ask us not even to believe, in what, to believe what they say. They also ask us not to disbelieve it, But instead, just stand in the center and allow the information, the energy, whatever you're working with, to be what it is. Because if we believe it or disbelieve it, we're going to cap ourselves. We're going to limit how far we can expand in our own viewpoints, our own energy fields. And so standing between belief and disbelief, whether it's the higher self-information or any information, is what they encourage us to do. Is it easy? No, sometimes being in that neutral space can be difficult because we hear something and we immediately will have reactions one way or another. Oh, well, that doesn't make sense, or how could that be? That's not right. That doesn't jive with this over there. And we we have those kind of belief systems instantly come into play. And what they're asking and encouraging us is to put those voices off to the side. Stand in the middle of it, between the truth and, un- and untruth, between the right and wrong, and just stand in the middle and hear it out. Just listen or just feel or sense the energy. Allow it to be what it is, and then you can determine after you've heard whatever or after you've received the energies or gotten the concept, you can see do, do you resonate with that or not. It's not that you aren't discerning. But in the moment, when you're working with the energy, receiving the information, just allow it to flow in, allow it to be what it is without those immediate judgments because those judgments, they are going to cap us and it doesn't matter whether it's with this information or anything in our life, guys. And that's one of the things that is so effective with the neutralizing. It really helps us neutralize our judgments our judgments against the self, our judgments against others, our judgments about life, about right, about wrong. And we are doing it all day long, and those judgments hold us stuck in place. And those judgments are a big part of what we try to neutralize. And so, anyway, that's that. Um, also, this work is is not in the neither nor uh, the you can only do this work and you can't do anything else. Instead, it's complementary to anything else you're doing. So if you're doing yoga, you're a big yoga practitioner, you just love all the breath work, you love everything about it, if you amalgamate and bring yourself into that amalgamated place, it only accelerates, enhances, the yoga you're already doing. So that's the that's the beauty of this work. So I would never tell anyone you can't believe in You can't be a part of a religious community. You can't follow such and such a practice. You have to do this and only this. It's not like that. It's always about enhancement of the life pattern, no matter what you do. So that's that. Now, two weeks ago, as I mentioned, we had a caller. Her name was Shasta, and I quickly said that I do work with her uh, almost weekly in a small group. I met her in my meetup group in June of last year, and she just happened to be one that absolutely took to this work like a fish to water. She just, something resonated with her, and she jumped into it absolutely full-time and she's very very much she almost immediately asked to be a buddy to for me to help her find a buddy and i volunteered to be her buddy myself which i don't always do because i have limited time but for some reason i felt well i'm going to do this so i did and we invited a couple people in to join us as well it's usually just three of us but sometimes it's four sometimes it's two The group changes by the week. It depends on everybody's schedule, don't you know? But that's the beauty of having three or four people be part of it, or five people. We've had five uh, occasionally. Because if somebody can't make it or two people can't make it, you can still have the group. And the dynamics change with the different numbers, but it is still very effective no matter how many you have. So anyway, she has completely turned her life around, but like all of us, there are always more issues, deeper issues, things that you never thought about six months ago because other issues were so much more pressing. This wasn't true for Shasta, but if someone is heavily, heavily depressed, the first issue they want to work on is the depression. And so then once the depression is gone, then other issues come up. And that was the same with Shasta. She had a couple of pressing issues, and those have shifted so significantly, 180 degrees, that now other issues are coming up. Other issues are manifesting for her. She's noticing them. She's becoming aware. She's very, very uh, focused on learning about herself and becoming self-aware, and she uses all that focus to come up with things that she wants to neutralize. So she called in, she did it as a favor to me because I, in my first show I was completely unsure if anyone would call and Robin did call so I spent the time with Robin and didn't get to Shasta. and the, And so now this week I'm going to get to Shasta. We have not worked on this particular pattern for her so I don't know what's coming up. But she said that she wants <clears throat> to have a better feeling of safety around people and to have a better ability to trust herself and her how she's feeling about someone or about a situation in the moment. She wants to trust her own voice and to notice when it is telling her something and not to dismiss it out of hand just because it's her voice, just because she doesn't trust herself. So I think all of you know what I mean. We've all had issues with self trust, and something happens, and we say to ourselves, "You know what it didn't feel right to me right at the beginning, but I didn't listen, I didn't pay attention, and now look what I've gotten myself into, and so we've all had that little voice that we've ignored that we we didn't trust that we didn't or sometimes we don't even hear it and there are times after the fact where you where you think, you know I kind of was on the edge of that. I, I kind of think it was there, and instead of paying attention to that, I was too busy talking on the phone or something, so we've had that too we're just outside of our consciousness there's been some feeling we've had, but we don't even recognize it or pay attention at all. We don 't realize it's there till after the fact. So in any case, that's what Shasta wanted, and I thought you know, this was a really good thing to work on for all of us. So the way it works is when I do a healing on anyone, I ask that each of the listeners, whether it's live or archived, go ahead and follow my words and act as if it's you. Because what happens is we've all gone through such a long sojourn. And I probably will say this way too much in the early days of the show, but I just don't know. I'll be having a lot of new callers, especially in the beginning. So I want to make sure people hear this, that we've had an incredibly long sojourn, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of lifetimes. And as a result, each we've had so many lives that even though All of us have complete unique experiences in many ways. We are, each soul is a snowflake. There is enough overlap or commonality in our experiences that we carry so many of the patterns and the underlying causes of the patterns that everyone else has. For example, you can imagine because of just looking at this planet, and we've been on hundreds and thousands of planets in our sojourn, but just looking at this planet, just think of how many despot or, you know, really terrible, cruel rulers there have been. There still are a few around, maybe less so now, but over the history of this planet, a lot of cultures, you know, whether it was the Roman times or, you know... Napoleon era. There's there's been the Stalin era. There's been so many despotic kind of rulers. We've all lived in those times where it was really difficult, where we had to toe the line, where we there was a lot of cruelty, there was a lot of imprisonment, there was a lot of hunger, there was a lot of disease, there's a lot of um, just a mess, you know, betrayal and and all of that. So. What happens is we've all come away from those lifetimes carrying fear, for example, carrying misunderstandings, carrying uh, experiences of having been betrayed or stabbed in the back or having been killed in war or whatever. So I'm just giving a stupid little example maybe, but it's true for virtually everything. We've all had great parents. We've all had terrible parents. We've all had great loved ones, uh, you know, significant others, and cruel and terrible significant others. We've all experienced everything all over the map, and so we all carry all of those unremembered remembrances. Every life, we have thoughts, we have emotions, we have habitual behaviors, and those get... We hold on to those. I, I've explained how all of that energetic stuff works in many other places, so I'm not going to repeat it here. But every time, for example, you think a thought, it creates an energy, and that energy, once created, never goes away. Once you create an energy, you can't uncreate it. So where does that energy go? We think a thought, oh, I'm so upset, bop, bop, up, It goes into our energetic field and this is very clearly explained in my book and on all those radio shows especially the early ones Um, a lot of it some of it is on my my website so in any case all those energies you created every single life when we lay aside the body it folds into the soul The soul is the conglomerate of all of the minds of the past. So in the current life, we're the mind of the present life. When we lay aside the body, the mind becomes one with the conglomerate soul energy. And so at the soul level, we are carrying every single energy that we've created, all those eons of lifetimes. So that's what what the neutralizing does, is it neutralizes, we can't get rid of the energies we've created, but we can change the nature of them. We can render them harmless. We can take those energies and make them neutral so they are not part of the fuel that, that creates the manifestations in this life pattern. Again, please see if you can find my book or listen to the radio shows. I also have uh, some teleclasses. Free teleclasses that explain this uh, for free is a free download on my website so please anyone and everyone I, I just can't spend the hour I want to get to the healing but I did want everyone to understand that we all carry all of those thoughts and self identities and belief systems and emotions and the emotional blueprints so many things we carry at the etheric level In this life and it's also part and parcel of why we chose the life we chose so my second book which is not out yet but it is complete I'm just going through the process you have to go through to figure out how you're going to put it out there anyway this is very well explained in this book so I'm not going to explain it right here But I want you to be rest assured that if you go along with this healing, you are absolutely going to get the benefit. When I do a private session, I'm able to dig deeper for an individual. But on the show, since I only have 10 or 15 minutes to do the session, because that's about what it takes, the higher selves give me, like, one thread, sometimes two, and I work on those. And those threads tend to be general because I'm not getting down to the really big nitty-gritty of that individual. But the general stuff is still important. It's still powerful. It still works for each and every one of you. So even if I'm getting a pattern or a, a soul scan or a soul scramble for Shasta or for anybody else, please understand that we have similar things it's never going to be exactly the same we are just all so different but there are these commonalities this common conditioning that we can all work on even if we think we don't have them guys that's key too (laughs) a lot of times we think oh i don't have that I remember I one of my buddies was someone who had a lot of shame and every week we got together we'd be working more and more our, uh, on her shame and this, her stories and her experiences with it was so drastic and so extreme I kept thinking oh gee I don't carry any shame this is way back in the early days I must not have any I don't feel like that I bet does, it doesn't affect me like that well lo and be- behold of sure down the line, I discovered I have a deep well, or I had one. I'm hoping that well is much more shallow now, if not gone completely, although I, I don't know that anything has gone completely yet. But I have released a lot of shame, but that's one I thought, mm, I don't have that. <laughs> so trust me, even if you feel like you don't have it, I encourage you to work on releasing it. And as I go through the healing for Shafta, you can just follow along. Um, I am going to use a technique for her to bring her here for the healing. It's, I use something called the Rainbow Bridge. You all don't need to use that because you're working on yourselves. You just go ahead and do the technique without using the Rainbow Bridge. You can activate the Rainbow Bridge because just to have it active is really positive. It brings your chakras into the highest level of efficiency that they can be in any moment in time because when you activate the rainbow bridge which is a divine energy it immediately connects us with the chakras of originating source Uh uh-huh who knew originating source had chakras um as above so below everything from the originating source on down to the lowliest grain of sand has chakras they look and operate perhaps in some different ways or ways we can't even fathom in our brains. But in any case, that's what happens. You activate the rainbow bridge, so go ahead and do follow along on that. But you don't have to bring Shasta into you. I'm bringing her to me. Okay, so I'm going to try to I'm going to get started now, and I'm going to encourage everyone to make yourselves comfortable. If you're listening to this as an archive, you can always pause it once the amalgamation is done and at any point, really, and do your own releases because you aren't stuck with what I say. You can pause it and just, or if you're listening live, you can listen through the whole thing, but you can also silently in your head, or even out loud because it wouldn't bother me, because everybody would not be able to be heard. You can say it out loud, other things. Don't wait for me to mention every little thing that, you might, that might pop into your mind that you have. So you go ahead. You're free to release your own stuff. Or you go through it once with me, then later you go back and listen to it again, and then pause it and start to go deeper in your own patterning. Okay. So, everyone, I would like you to just quiet your mind and take a deep breath. Be- you can be aware of what's going on around you and your environment, but I'm just asking that you focus on the voice, focus on my, what I say, and by doing so, I want you to bring your mind's eye in to you in this now moment. You can focus on your physical body. Notice how you are sitting the position of your arms and legs and your hands and feet even your contact points between your your body and your chair or your sofa or your or the floor whatever and i want you to bring that mind's eye in and focus on excuse me i have a couple of cats and they are racing around so if it's noisy i'm so sorry I'd like you to focus on the energy stream that is moving from you upward. Thought is actually vertical and not horizontal, and I want you to understand that by staying in the now moment, you are tapping into the vertical stream of thought, the energy that is moving up in frequency. And at this time, I ask, while you are centered in the now moment, while you are focused on the upward stream of energy, I want everyone to please become aware of and put your focus of attention to the center of your beingness on the pure soul essence. The pure soul essence is that spark of light or the quote-unquote DNA of originating source, that each and every soul has. We all carry this pure soul essence. It is everything that originating source was, is, and is becoming. And it is our purest and most perfect and most potent point of power. I'm asking that you become very aware of this light within you. I actually use a symbol of... A sun, a sun actually is extremely powerful, and the light is incredible, and it is the giver of life in our world, and I love that symbol for my own and our own pure soul essence. So I'm asking perhaps if you all like that symbol that you use it to focus on the sunlight we carry within I ask, too, that we call in the totality of the conglomerate higher selves. That is the higher selves for me and all of you and of Shasta. And also I ask that we become one with intensifying our already existing connection with the originating source of all there is. I'm now going to ask that we create or activate the divine energy of the Rainbow Bridge. The Rainbow Bridge is activating all of the chakras from all of us, and I'm going to continue to utilize the Rainbow Bridge energy by creating the bridge itself to move to Shasta. Wherever she is, the divine energy knows the the Rainbow Bridge connects immediately with all of her chakras. I'm going to ask that she, too, become one and amalgamate with her pure soul essence, that beautiful light that she is. I ask that she become amalgamated with the totality of the conglomerate higher selves and with the originating source she is fully amalgamated and at this point i'm going to ask the higher self to please bring her over the rainbow bridge and she will be and she's here and she's standing on a symbolic platform made out of the rainbow bridge energy and she is standing here and is a beautiful beacon of light just like all of us are and these beacons of light that we've created by focusing on, the focus of our attention is the turn-on switch. It it is what allows us to utilize the divine energies because they, being divine, they cannot just willy-nilly come in and help us. They cannot trespass. Any divine energy cannot trespass our free will. So we are freely willing by using our focused thought We are freely willing the turn-on switch. We are allowing them in. We're inviting the divine energies in. And I am seeing a tremendous amount of light, and I'm asking that all of our beautiful lights expand to the point where we're all touching each other and that we become a giant array of light around the planet. And I'm asking that the higher self please direct this light to any and every soul, no matter what level it is, no matter what, where it is in its evolutionary process, no matter how seemingly hidden or small it may be, that this light be provided to each and every soul to partake of whatever they and each and every soul wish to partake of it at this moment in time. And the light is being moved around both the earth and also around the human kingdom heavens. It's being provided to any soul that wishes to partake. And in this way, simply by coming together, we are helping many of these souls. Most of the souls that are partaking are unaware that they carry their own pure soul essence light. They are they are not evolutionarily... Uh, evolved perhaps enough to become aware or they haven't been brought to conscious understanding of it uh, as yet. But in any case, there's just a tremendous amount of souls and the light is also being used in the astral planes by the astral workers who are present there. They are utilizing this beautiful light to help neutralize um, a lot of the negativity that is present in the astral. So... Shasta is standing here, and she's giving me the thumbs-up. Keep in mind that we do know each other, so um, her thumbs-up was just her way of indicating that she also could see the work that was being done with the light. Um, Now, I'm going to, for the benefit of the... The listeners who may not be aware there are many many ways to do the neutralizing you can use many symbols and Shasta is very used to it and she does like to have she uses the symbol of an orb and you can place an orb either in front of you or around you like standing in the middle of a big giant hot air balloon you can place it above your head it is simply a symbol created from your light and it will as we activate the releases for shasta and you for yourself you can just let the energies go into the orb no matter where you've placed it and everybody has a different comfort zone a different way they like to do it Um, I had one client who liked to put a hose between his heart center and the orb so there was like this hose and the stuff just poured out of his heart center into the orb you don't need to use a hose you can just direct the energies there remember we have the higher selves to help us with this process when we are amalgamated you can do no harm you cannot make mistakes if you go to heal the elbow and it's the knee that needs healing it's the knee that's going to get the healing because the divine energies are not going to screw up don't you know so right now um shasta has created the orb I encourage all of you to do it. You can also simply release the negative energies into your light, understanding that as it gets neutralized by the light, it will also be absorbed by the light. We all, always need to absorb the neutralized energies into that divine light. We do not want to just let it go free out there because neutral energy can become whatever it touches. And if it touches something negative, whether ours or somebody else's, we don't want that. So I'm going to begin by activating, and it's as if I've just turned on a big hose because I'm seeing a lot of stuff shooting out of Shasta. She is aware of what's going to what's going on, and I want to start with the distrust, the distrust of the south, and actually, this distrust is bigger than that. there's been many, many instances of um, Shasta herself and all of us being betrayed in some way, or we think we've been betrayed because we've misunderstood what's happened. There are many, many times where we where we have taken on the belief that we were betrayed when in essence it had nothing to do with betrayal it had to do with something else we just didn't know right now we live in the world of the internet where we and the instant messaging and texting that we know everything immediately but there were many days where someone would go off to hunt and never to return we think we're abandoned or betrayed and the person was killed <laughs> so but we never hear of it so Um, I can see there's a lot of mistrust, a lot of distrust I'm getting some beeping things I don't know what that means anyway there's a lot of mistrust and a lot of distrust um, of the self and of others that is coming out of Shasta I want everyone to release that and there is with that a tremendous amount of confusion because at the same level at the same time especially in the early days before the real deep distrust of the self came into play there were times where she was so sure and we've all been not like that there's there was so she was so sure Shasta, you were so absolutely sure of what you were thinking and what you were seeing, what you were experiencing, and something would come out, something would happen out of the left field. Some shoe would drop, and you had no idea why the heck or someone would betray you that you thought was your closest ally, was your closest, nearest, and dearest. And with that, the self distrust became entrenched, the sure you were at the time of an occurrence when something happened, the deeper the distrust went in in believing yourself. You got to the point where the pain of trusting not only others but yourself was so powerful that you... you you literally decided to stop looking at it, to stop believing it, to stop being aware of it because it became like an enemy. If you were heavily invested in trusting an intimate situation with someone, whether it be a family member or a child or a parent or a, a significant other, and then... It turned around and they betrayed you or you believe they betray you. The pain, because you were invested in that connection, you cared so deeply for them. The pain was so intense. It's not like a, a stranger or a distant acquaintance or a distant relative betraying you. It is so much more painful, because it wouldn't be that painful. It may come of a shock. Well, why did that happen? You may be confused, but it wouldn't carry the same trauma. You wouldn't carry the same anything. So that is very big here, is that you actually got to the point where you shut that down. I'm so sorry. Excuse me, listeners. You shut down the any intention, any desire to listen. And it's like you absolutely put it in a bomb shelter or something. You couldn't get rid of it, but you built a big symbolic walls around it. You absolutely pushed it down. You pushed it under. You absolutely didn't want it... be in your life. You couldn't take the pain. And I want you to really work on all the pain and suffering, the horror, the, the absolute devastation, the real suffering to have a loved one, someone who was near and dear. And so you began to distance yourself from that investment in yourself that investment in that connection and there is tremendous amount of disconnection from people and from loved ones actually because you couldn't allow yourself it this goes deeper than the distrust this actually affects your relationships with people and i happen to know that is an issue for her and so she's always been afraid of people she's she's always been nervous about walking into new situations and with with and even with people she knew because she could she didn't know where something was going to happen she just has been afraid of people for a long time and this is one of the reasons why she's worked really hard on this and it's really beginning to shift and i think that's why you've gotten to this point that you've now ready to tackle this bunker, this bunker that is absolutely imprisoning your own self-connection with that trust, with that knowingness, and it feels like you are absolutely ready, and I want you to take a symbolic jackhammer of light and I want you to begin to jackhammer from, as if you're looking down on the, this containment thing, these symbolic walls, and jackhammer with the light, jackhammer your way into it. Because that knowingness, that self-connection is inside there. And I ask that you do that. And she is doing it. And I am seeing the, there's beginning to be a hole. And as she's doing that, there is a stream, a small stream coming out from that walled in space, a stream of that distrust coming out, the stream of the disbelief or the disconnection from that place. Oh, my goodness. It is really... Difficult. It's difficult because it brings up and is triggering the fears. If you let it out, all the fear is now being triggered off, and I'm asking you to release the fear into your orb. Just release any and all fear, the fear of people, the fear of connection, the fear of intimacy, the fear of connecting with the self, the fear of being fearless. There is a very protective quality to this fear and um, it has enabled you to avoid situations that you have had in the past that you were familiar with from the past. Okay. I don't know that we're going to get to the bottom of this but I do see that there is a pathway there. There is stuff being released because in with that self-connection is all this fear, is this distrust, and I want that to begin to release into the orb, but the orb has a lot in it already. So I'm going to, because of time, I'm going to ask the listeners and Shasta, we're going to start to pump into that orb, more light. From the outside in, however your symbol works, just pump like a heartbeat. Have that light pump into the dark energies that you've released. All that distrust, all those betrayal patterns, the fears... all of that i want you everybody to start pulsing it in and i can see that shasta's is neutralizing very quickly there was a lot but it's neutralized very quickly and now the light is absorbing that neutral energy she is actually still releasing and i'm going to ask the higher self to continue to monitor her place her in the healing circle because there is still stuff coming out of that box that we've opened Um, she, she probably in the next go-around would be able to get to it. It's been a long time hidden under there. What I'm seeing actually is the walls seem to be thinner. It's not only is stuff being released out of it, but there's light going in and working within it. And it's facilitating the neutralizing within. It also seems to be breaking down those symbolic walls. Now, those symbolic walls, Remember they're just symbols, and they're made up of our belief systems as to why we can't that we have to hide that away, or we can't get to it or we are too afraid. It's made up of beliefs and fears that, of not wanting to hold on to it. And so when I see the walls getting thinner, it means those beliefs too are also being the, all the reasons, all the rational. Thoughts, all the irrational thoughts, all the misunderstandings of why those walls are there in the first place, those are also being neutralized, guys. And now it seems more like a simple, maybe not quite a simple wall around rooms. It's no longer the uh, bomb shelters, the atomic bomb shelters that used to be built, but it's definitely thinner. It's definitely thinner. It's no longer like the bank vault, you know, those foot. Thick walls. It's um, becoming much more normal in wall size um, but not completely normal. So she's done a good job. I really feel a shift. She's giving me the thumbs up as well. Um, just her way of saying, hey, we're good. <laughs> um, so I want to call in divine self-connection and divine trust and divine worth and divine insight, instinct, and divine hearing. Divine hearing operating at the very highest levels. It's not necessarily going to affect the physical hearing, but it's going to allow her to hear her own voice. So we want to call in the divine voice as well. And that energy um, I've actually never used before and that really had a very powerful effect on her. I felt it really resonate because it's going to connect her to her own voice at the higher levels so that she's going to be able to more easily and more effortlessly uh, tune into those divine energies that she is and that we all are to her pure soul essence and to her higher selves okay well that felt great i'm asking the higher selves to take shasta back over the rainbow bridge she's waving and she's saying hello to all of you. I am going to have her on the show one time because she is incredibly inspiring how fast she has shifted her life. It is beyond amazing. And it is really inspiring, and it shows that within six months to a year, wherever you are now, you can have done a 180. It's like anything. She is one that does the work. She does it on her own. She does it in the group, the little buddy group that we have um, she sees the changes and the effects so she's so motivated to do it and does she have some days that are difficult of course but there has been so many shifts there that the work has completely she's just like she can't imagine not doing it on a regular basis it's like getting into shape finally physically and i'm going to use this analogy a lot because it's very similar when we go to the gym on a regular basis boy we see results don't we guys and we are motivated to keep going and we gets to be a lifestyle and we can't imagine not doing it are there times now and then that we we don't for whatever reason yeah there are times um you know, some extraordinary things happen, but we go back to it because it's become such a way of life, and that's the same way with Shasta. So I'm going to, for sure, bring her on the show and uh, have her um, inspire all of you guys. Anyway, so that's about it. I want to encourage people to either call in live, but this is a terrible time for a lot of people because it's right during the work day, and I know that. But you can also email me if you have a situation or a pattern that you wish to be worked on. I don't have to use your real name on the air. Shasta was fine with it, but I'm happy to use a fake name if you'd like. No problem. Give me your issue. I'm sure it'll be relevant to 99% of the listeners, if not 100%. And I will do. It right on the air for you. Because of the time of day, I'm not always going to have live callers. And therefore, I really do encourage you to email me. It's janet at janetrichmond.com. My website has a ton of stuff available for anybody and everybody. I try to get the information out in so many ways because it's something anybody and everyone can do. It isn't about having to take a million classes. It isn't about having to get certified. It isn't about having to have a special gift, you know, born with being a psychic. It's simply about the focus of attention. You don't have to know any past lives. You don't have to know any, anything if you just know that you want to shift or change something in your life, something that's making you unhappy right in the moment. And it can be anything from emotional to psychological to relationship to financial to physical to anything and everything. Anything you're unhappy with, that's where you start. And you just begin to neutralize that pattern. As you go, you'll find you'll you, things will come into your mind and go, "Wow, that's interesting." Instead of questioning it, just neutralizing it. Know it, knowing that whether you it's right or not, so what? If you don't have it, nothing will happen. But if you do have it, hidden away from some lifetime, 10,000 years ago, it will be neutralized. It will absolutely be neutralized. So that's where where I'm encouraging you all to go, I'm encouraging you all to get started. Um, if you have any issues, certainly email me or if you don't even want to get involved with the the radio show, I totally understand. I've got a lot to get started. How to get started on my website. please, anybody and everybody can do this work that's what i that's what I love about it because even kids. I, I now am working with kids. Um, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter where you are, start. It just and everybody is going to come to 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 feel to do it at a different timing. And there's no right and wrong. Everybody's timing is right for everybody. So if you're ready, get going. If you're not ready in a week or a month, you might absolutely be ready. So. It just doesn't matter. Don't get on yourself. Self-criticism and self-blame is not something we need to go to. We don't want to compare ourselves to anyone else. We just want to be who we are, and when it's right, I encourage you. I'm always here to give you any kind of jump start. I just really encourage you. It is exciting work. It has changed my life and everybody's life that I've used it with and who has used it on their own who knows about it who does the work it is a absolute life changer and whatever work you do is permanent it can never come back once you neutralize those energies they are now part of your divine light okay i guess i gotta stop guys anyway thank you for listening i really appreciate it and i hope to hear from you and until next week bye-bye
0: Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at janetrichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.